What is going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Academy of Change. My mission with this podcast and with the Academy and Change in general is to help you transform your life, help you create lasting change in your health, your body, your mindset, your identity, help you grow into the person that you want and need to become to achieve your goals and really strive towards that best version of yourself. I'm obsessed with growth. I'm obsessed with transformation. I've been on a lifelong journey to create that in my life and to create a bunch of impact. And I do feel like the Academy of Change is really that platform and that that ability for me to really do that. And so that's why I'm doing this. That's what my mission is. Hopefully you can take some stuff from each episode and be able to use it to really grow and make just even a half a step forward towards where you want to be. And this is take two. So I just recorded like a similar blurb of this because so I have my my recording studio here type of thing. It's literally a bedroom, right? Recording studio is is facing a window. And so out this window, my dad who retired not too long ago was just loading a bunch of rocks. And so once I was started to record this last one, I just heard like, okay, that's probably not, probably not great for you guys to hear a bunch of rocks getting dropped in to a wheelbarrow in the back here. So I to cut it off. I went, asked him if he could work on a different project here for a little while. And so I can record this podcast. So today I'm coming at you. I'm going salmon fishing this week. So I'm recording this a little bit earlier in the week and I'm pumped for this episode. So this episode is all around five of the biggest things that are holding you back from transforming your life or creating the lasting change that you want. And so I'm just going to run through these five. I'm going to talk about how they've really impacted me and why they're on this list and hopefully give you some tangible steps to, to utilize this to really grow and just make a, even like I said, a half a step forward today towards where you want to be, towards your dream, towards your goal. Cause that is, that is the big thing that we want. We want to just keep moving forward, keep making a little bit of progress. I don't think I talked about this on the last episode. I've talked about this somewhere, but I've been utilizing this daily tallies from, it's from David nurse. He's like in mindset, He's like a mindset coach. He works with some all-star basketball players and it's been, it's the smallest thing. It's literally doing a tally. Like the next morning you do a tally. If you moved even a half a step forward towards where you want to be, if you made a little bit of progress towards, towards your dream the day before. And so I just, I make a tally every day and every day I get a little bit closer to where I want to be. And this builds that evidence. It builds that confidence. It helps me just get another thing out there to show that I'm winning each day, right? That I'm making a little more progress. So if anything, hopefully that can be something you take from, from me today. It takes two seconds and it allows you to just see that and build that self-confidence in yourself. That's really needed over the course of this journey. I'll get into do it though. Um, the five biggest things that are stopping you from transforming your life or creating the lasting change that you want to changing anything, whatever it may be a habit. If it's a, you know, a huge change, like you're, you're somebody who is addicted to alcohol or addicted to something like I have in many different areas of my life. And you're trying to change that small, big changes. These things will all help you out. And so number one, the biggest, one of the biggest things holding you back here is that you don't want what you say you want. You don't want what you say you want. You don't have a lot of clarity on what you truly want. So what I found here is a lot of us, and I fall victim to this. I've fallen victim to this many times to the point where I finally figured out that this is a huge thing that was holding me back. And it's really clarity. I, I was constantly taking other people's goals. I was 
trying to conserve that energy and really just look and like, Oh, my friend, George, like George has this goal that that makes sense. Right. Or looking at like the industry as a whole and be like, okay, that kind of goal makes sense. Right. When, when really it didn't light me up inside. And so I'd make progress towards it, but I ended up falling off and I kept sabotaging and I kept just falling back into old patterns. All these things happened because I wasn't clear on what I truly wanted down to my core. And so that took a lot of exploration. For me, it took a lot of digging into my past, figuring out more about who I am, starting to overcome myself, starting to love myself more, starting to accept myself more, reading more books, getting more inspiration, and just really ultimately figuring out what I truly want. Because even in business, there's been periods of time, everybody talks about money, right? More money, more money, more money. And I've been somebody who's set money goals before, and I never achieved them. And what I figured out is like, it doesn't drive me, right? Money doesn't drive me. It's more along the lines of like impact. It's more along the lines of like going what in a way that like really fires me up inside. It, it goes down to, to things that like impacting other people in my life, friends and family and being able to do really cool things for the people that I love the most. Like that's the kind of stuff that really lights me up. And I know obviously like, you know, if I do that stuff, if I focus on impact, if I focus on just helping the person in front of me and helping my family, helping my friends, that all that other stuff will sort out itself. And so what I would challenge you to do here is to get clarity on one, like what's your big goal? What's your big dreams, goals, dreams, different areas of your life. You could have one in health. You could have one in your business or your work. Could you have one in your relationships? You can have them in different areas of your life, but figure out what you truly want. And this can take some time to do. And secondly, figure out why you want it. I think the why is just as important as important as the goal. Because if you have a flimsy why, like it's going to be tough to, to find that fuel, right? Because there's always going to be those hard days. There's always going to be those hard weeks. But and there's always going to be times where like there's just more resistance, right? Like you, maybe you're tired. You got all this shit going on. You got a, like a, a death happens in the family or something happens that's out of your control, right? It's going to make doing what you need to do to move forward a little bit more difficult. But if you have the clarity and you're actually going at important goals for important reasons, I found that it's a lot easier to move forward in those times for me. The third thing, and I could go on about multiple different things. The third thing is I would get clarity around just what's most important to you in life. The three to five most important things that you value because when you have these decisions become a lot easier. So for me, number one is feeling my best. If I don't feel my best, I'm never going to be the best version for everybody else. I'm never going to show up in the best way possible. Number two is living life without regrets, my growth, and my learning. Kind of on the same playing field as living, living or feeling my best. Like if I'm not living on my terms, I'm just going to end up, you know, being frustrated at other people or other things because I'm like sacrificing, right? And so I want to make sure that I'm living without regrets and that I can get into a place where I feel good and I feel fueled and I feel energized because then again, in the same sense of feeling my best, I'm going to be able to show up for my clients. I'm going to be able to show up in the best way for this podcast. I'm going to be able to show up for my family, my friends, all the people in my life in the best way possible. Number four or three is my family and friends, right? Like these people are so, so important to me, but if I don't take care of myself first, it doesn't matter. You know, they're always going to take a, a back seat, right? Or I'm not going to have the energy I want to put into them. And this is something I see a lot of from people is that the, their family and friends are first and they neglect their own health, their own feeling good 
to to support them and it ends up taking away from from the energy they're able to put into them right you're not able to be your best you're not able to actually prioritize in the best way possible because you're not actually prioritizing yourself number four for me is being able to is, is just making a positive impact in everybody's life that i come in contact with and so this is one i'm really working on heavily and just trying to like ask like what does this person need? Like, how can I move them forward in the best way possible? Is it just me giving them a smile? Is it just me like asking them how they're doing? Like, how can I move every person that I come in contact with a little bit closer to where they want to be? And then the fifth one is a new one that I just added recently. And this is holding myself and everybody else in my life to a higher standard. I feel like there's not enough people out there that do this, right? That are like the, you know, just like dead honest with people in their life. Like, Hey, you're fucking up here or Hey, like this is what you can do to move forward. And I know that this applies differently to different people because different people are in different stages of their life. But I really want to be that person for the people that I love the most to help them get a little bit closer to where they want to be and to help pull them up and not get comfortable and not stay comfortable and not stay where they're at. Right. I think that's a huge thing. So those are my five. And those are kind of the three main things I could go on some different things, but I would start there. What do you truly want? Why do you truly want it? What are the three to five most important to you things in life that you value, right? I said this is like decision-making. Number two, though, on the, the biggest things that, and this, this list is in no, no way, shape, or form in order. It's just five things. But the second thing that's holding you back from transforming your life and creating that change is your environment. And so your environment is just, it really goes into your support system, where you're at, right? If you, if you're in an environment, I'll give you an example. So like I, I have something, this took me a long time to really even want to talk about this, but I hope it can help somebody out. So I was in a situation where I found a hidden camera in my, in my room a while back. It was facing my bedroom. It was just disgusting. It felt like a horror film, right? It paranoid me for six months and even longer. I actually caused a lot of stress in my life. It caused me to, to really get away from what I was doing and like, start to focus on, oh, is somebody watching me? Like, how can I get this sorted out, right? It was just, it caused a lot of issues for me. But eventually, I'll kind of summarize this. Eventually, I got to a place where I was like, all right, I'm going to let this go, right? I looked into all the avenues. I couldn't really figure out or get like clear evidence on who it was who did this and all of the situations going on. And I smashed the camera, so I couldn't really turn it into the police. And so I was in a situation where, I ended up just being like, okay, I'm going to let this go and I'm going to live my life, right? Or so I thought, but I didn't know, I didn't realize how much stress it was causing me. And so down the road, I just continued to struggle with like habits, right? Certain habits like binge eating and emotional eating just popped up into my life. Different habits that didn't serve me that I'd been trying to fix for so long or like different things that I had already fixed in the past would resurface. And eventually now I'm up at my parents' place for the summer before I go down to Arizona in the fall, eventually I got into a place where I was two weeks away from moving and stuff started to like feel different, right? I was like, okay, all my stuff's out of here. It's in a storage garage. I'm about ready to go. And then I got up here and like, I have not had any troubles with any of those, those habits that we're struggling with. And it's been a month and a half. And so that goes to show like your environment, it can really hold you back. 
And also for some people, your environment can be a place where you're just so comfortable, right? You're just so, you, you have the same routine. You have the same things going on. You watch TV here. You watch Netflix. You're on your phone here. Um, you, you, when you see this, you, it's a trigger for you to go to the, to the cupboards and binge eat. Like sometimes the, the environment can be a place where, where you just, you get stuck in that same cycle. Right. Or for me, it triggered like an unsafe area. Right. I was not safe in my own environment. I wasn't safe in my house, in my own room, which is like the one place where you should be safe to just do whatever you want to do and be like, feel like you don't have to like wonder if somebody's watching you. Right. And so the environment heavily impacted my stress levels into a point where I got used to those high stress levels. I didn't realize I had the stress because it had become more normal in my life. And I think a lot of people struggle with this where maybe you have like, you know, somebody at your house, like your, your spouse or something like that. That's like, you know, the environment holds you back or the support system holds you back. Cause I'll call these like two and three. Cause I'll be honest with you. I, I put environment as number two and support system as three, but I think they're kind of like combined a little bit. And so I'll kind of talk about both of them. So like the environment, you have these people in your environment that can really impact you in a, in a bad way where like maybe they're, they're just doing a completely different thing to you. Like if you are going at health goals, weight loss goals, stuff like that, and they're eating fast food all the time, or they always have candy around the house, or they always have cookies, or they always like are buying junk food or whatever, like that can be hard for some people to, to continue doing what you want to do to move forward. Right. And so like these certain people can, can impact our lives. Also, if you have negative influences, right? If you have people that are just negative all the time, they're always complaining, they're always gossiping, they're always doing all this shit. Like all that stuff rubs off on us, right? It all rubs off on us. We can infect people with what we're doing. And you're the, I think Jim Rohn, Jim Rohn said this, you're like the combination of the five closest people to you, right? You are the combination of these people. So like you want to look at your inner circle of people you're spending the most time around and figure out like what kind of influences are these people on me? Are they moving me forward? Are they like growing? Are they positive? Like all these things, like if they're negative, it's only going to rub off on you. You're going to, have you ever been around people? I've done this many times where like I'm around certain people who are negative and I find myself like almost like adopting their thoughts, adopting their thought process, adopting their negativity. Like if you're around these people enough, like when they come in the room, you almost, it, the energy changes, right? I'm a big energy guy. I'm a big frequency guy. I'm about like raising it and trying to like make sure that I feel good on a daily basis. And so really be particular about your environment and also be particular about your support system about the people you keep in your life, about the, the friends that you have, about the the loved ones, you know, that you that you keep a close interaction with. And I'm not saying you gotta cut anybody out. Like if somebody's really a bad influence on you and they're really doing some bad shit, I would recommend cutting them out. But just limiting people. I've been doing this a lot where like I, I've just been diagnosing like who are these people in my life that I've been spending a lot of time with? And like are these people moving me in the direction where I want to go. And I have plenty of people that are positive influences on my life, but like they do a lot of amazing things. They're really positive and I love them, but it's this, right? It's like, we're going in opposite directions. And so I limit my time with them too, because they're not doing the same things as me. And that's not to say that you can't be different. You can do whatever you want to do, but this is what I'm doing. Cause I'm really gung ho on just going towards my goals and dreams and trying to make an impact and trying to do this well, 
while I'm, you know, while I'm young and continuing to develop more skills and good habits and just get my message out there and get a little bit better. And so I've been doing that. I've been just diagnosing my environment, my support system. And I recommend you do the same. And with the environment as well, like some things you could do is like, if you are like with weight, if you do struggle with certain foods and you do struggle with, you know, let's say you struggle with like ice cream, don't keep it in the house, right? That's an environment thing. If you keep things around that you struggle with and you continue to struggle with them, that's your fault, right? That's, that's entirely your fault. You can control that. I've found like when it comes to food, like getting the stuff out that you struggle with can be a huge thing to help you. And that, that's not to say you can't eat those things. It's just a matter of going out to get those things. And so that's just an example as well that I've done a lot is I've kept foods that I really struggle with in the past, which is like ice cream and candy. Those things I struggle with when I start eating them, I just can't stop eating them. And so I get them out of the house. And when I do want them, I go to the store and I get, you know, a pint of ice cream or I get a small pack of candy and I'll eat it and I'll go home and I'll eat it and I'll eat the whole thing. And I know that's going to happen. And that's how I do it. And so that's how you can also kind of set up your environment and on the weight loss or health side to really be conducive to how you want to actually live and your goals. Number four. So that was two and three. Number four of one of the biggest things that is really stopping you from being able to create the change in your life and transform your life is your limiting beliefs. And so these are the things that we think about ourself or maybe the process of achieving the goals, achieving the weight loss, achieving the optimal health, and even about life. The stuff that we think about, all of these things that are holding us back, right? Stuff like, I'm not good enough. Stuff like, it doesn't matter what I do, I'll never achieve my goals. Stuff like, like this, nothing ever works for me, right? Like, like when it comes to like weight loss, like it doesn't matter, like nothing ever works for me. It's never going to work, right? It, it's all BS. Um, life sucks, right? Life's hard. Like all of these things, they can be like limiting beliefs that can really hold us back. And I've found that... For me, there's been some really, really big limiting beliefs in my life that have held me back a ton, which is like, I'm not good enough. And I continue to, to just push past this one and push and try to get into a better place, just reminding myself every day. It's like, I am good enough. I am worthy. Like all these different things, like affirmations have really helped me. I'm just like, just feeling it, having emotion out as I say that I'm enough, I'm worthy, I'm passionate, I'm, you know, I'm amazing, all these different things about myself, right? And so I found affirmations can be a big thing there, but they don't work for everybody. You gotta really feel it, you gotta be repetitive with it, and you gotta have a lot of emotion. I've also found when it comes to limiting beliefs, like a five-step system that's helped me. And step one for me is awareness. So it's just awareness of the limiting beliefs. So if I have the belief that life sucks, right? If I have the belief that life sucks, which is a limiting belief that can really like, just kind of go down into like your view of the, it's your view of the world, right? So it's going to go down into how you feel your state on a daily basis. If I think life sucks, like how am I going to go at my day? Like I'm going to go at it from, from a lens of like, oh, well, it's not really worth doing shit, right? Like, oh yeah, I'm probably not good enough. Like all these different like beliefs about myself can come from that frame of the world oh fuck, and of life. And so step one, be aware of what your limiting beliefs are about yourself about, let's say, for example, weight loss or health and life or the world. Like, what are your views about that? How, what do you think about that? What emotions do they bring up when you think about these limiting beliefs that you have? 
because that's a huge thing. Because step number two is that we wanna just allow yourself to feel those emotions. What I found with myself is that when I don't allow myself to feel things, that is when I would, you know, I'd run to all these different things. I would run to, to alcohol, I'd run to drugs, I'd run to food, I'd run to whatever I could do to make me feel better in the moment. And it never worked, right? It would always, then always would trigger the guilt and the shame and just not feeling adequate and not feeling good enough, right? It would kind of just get me a little bit worse and worse place every time I do that. And so it took me a long time of digging into my past as well and digging into these things and digging, digging into the unworthiness and digging into, to all of the triggers that I have. And I'm continually doing this work. It's like a nonstop type thing, but I finally got into the place where I'm able to create the space, right? I'm able to allow myself to feel these different emotions and know that it's all right. And so like step two of this breaking your limiting beliefs is to allow yourself to feel the emotions you're feeling. These limiting beliefs probably trigger something in you. Allow yourself to feel it. When we stop running away from these feelings and these emotions, it becomes a lot easier to heal and it becomes a lot easier to get into a better place. And so that's step two. Step three is to really look at the evidence and the facts. So what I found with, let's say, for example, life sucks, right? Like if I think life sucks, like there's a lot of evidence out there that life doesn't suck, right? There's a lot of amazing things that have probably happened to you. There's a lot of amazing people who've come into your life. There's a lot of amazing days that you've had. There's probably been more amazing days that you've had than, than there is like these super duper shitty days. At least I'd hope so. But just look at the evidence, right? Look, look at like, does life suck? Or is that me looking at like some days that I've had that are just terrible and looking at that negativity bias, right? If we can look at the evidence and the facts, we'll probably see we're drawing a lot of conclusions, which generally happens with all of our limiting beliefs with, you know, different types of things about like weight loss with different things, types of things about optimal health. Like there's a lot of things that we draw conclusions on. I've told the story on at least one of my podcasts. I don't know if it was this one about the rejection that I had when I was a kid where I had my friends ask a girl out for me because I was a little scaredy cat back then. And she didn't recognize who, who I was, which I think was because everybody called me Wojo and they said, do you want to go out with Alex? Right. But that's just me kind of validating it a little bit. <laughs> but it's, uh, I drew the conclusion that was a rejection because she didn't recognize who it was and then who I was. And that stopped me from putting myself out there in the future for a long time. And so like I drew this conclusion from something that was completely off. I looked at the evidence and I said, you know what? She didn't know who I was. What if I just went up there and I was like, Hey, yeah, this is me. Alex Wojo actually is who you probably recognize could have been a whole different story. And you know, maybe I would have had a different end result, but also at the same time, how can I look at that situation and draw this conclusion? Well, we do it all the time. And so make sure you look at the actual facts and evidence of, of all of the situations and all of the different like the like events that have happened that you believe this limiting belief from. Number four is we're going to, step number four is we're going to actually create a new belief based on evidence. So like if I think life sucks, um, maybe what I would want to do is try to figure out, well, what, so there's been a lot of amazing days, right? Like, like what, what kind of belief is going to serve me based on the evidence and help me move towards where, where I want to go, right? It's going to help me move towards the direction of my goals. And so maybe it's like life's exciting. Life's fun because that's true, right? There's a lot of amazing days out there where life is exciting and fun. 
And what if I viewed life as exciting and fun? What would happen? Right? My whole view would change. My whole just identity would change. I would, I would look at different situations in such a different way. I would act differently. I would show up differently, right? All of these different things would happen just from a shift, a small shift in my belief system and the way I see it. And so that brings me into step five, which is we just got to wire this in, right? Once we create that new belief, it's actually going to serve us. Let's wire that baby in. Let's remind ourselves of it daily. You know, have a reminder on your phone that pops up. If you're like me, I look at a manifesto every morning that has like my dreams, my vision board, all this stuff on there. And I, I put that thing on there, right? I would put certain things that I want to remember on my vision board, on my goals, dreams, all this different things that I look at every morning and every evening. And that helps me wire it in. And then the last thing is we just got to reframe. So when you find yourself falling into like the, oh my God, life sucks catch yourself and be like, no, life is exciting. Life is amazing. Right. And you can catch yourself and revert and make sure you say that. And, and you start to, over time, you will start to catch yourself a lot easier and you'll start to wire in that new belief that life is amazing. Life is exciting. And before you know it, you won't even think about that, that whole life sucks limiting belief anymore. And so that is my big formula of how to break those limiting beliefs. Hope that helps you go through that with a belief of yours. And let me know how it works. Comment back on YouTube. Send me a message. Um, Alex Wojo Nutrition on Instagram, on TikTok. You know, if you want to friend me on Facebook, I'll, I'll accept that as well. You can send me this there. And the fifth one. So the last thing that is stopping you from transforming your life and creating that lasting change in any area is your energy levels and your discipline. And so... First off, energy levels. A lot of people don't think about this when it comes to stuff that's holding them back is they feel like shit on a daily basis, right? And that feeds into their cognitive function, which feeds into the way they show up, which feeds into how they can think in different situations and which feeds into their decision-making, right? Like all of these different things happen. So like something as simple as like not sleeping good could lead me to not having energy the next day, which could lead me to, to not you know, feeling motivated, which could lead me to just like falling in the trap of like not doing anything and not really moving forward and making decisions that are not in line with my goals. Right. And so I'd first off, get you back to clarity, right? Get clarity on what you truly want. Cause a lot of times that can be holding us back. But if you have that nailed down, let's start focusing on increasing your energy levels, making sure we're making decisions that are going to help you there. Cause that's a huge thing that will hold back decision-making as well. And will help just increase motivation on a daily basis. Like if you focus on getting more quality sleep at night, which, you know, there's a lot of different things that can help you here. Some basic things that can help people without, you know, getting into the nitty gritty of like what each individual person is struggling with is something as simple as developing a nighttime routine. So for me, this means, you know, having a hard cutoff time, ideally one to two hours before bed, where you get away from stress, you get away from mental stimulation, you get away from like bright lights in the last hour or so before bed as well. And just do some things that are relaxing. Like this is a huge way your body needs time to relax and get into the best state for sleep. And so if you can allow for that time, you are going to greatly increase your chances at getting to sleep easier at night and also getting that quality sleep. And so that is some things that can increase your energy level or that then that can increase your energy levels as well. Like something as simple as, as, you know, having the same routine throughout the week. And so try not to, to have your, your weekday schedule and your weekend schedule where you're up till like 3am, 2am 
and you completely wreck your sleep and your circadian rhythm. Like having a, a, a wake, a time that you wake up and a time that you go to bed that's relatively consistent within like 30 minutes of each other can be a huge thing to dial in that circadian with rhythm, which is the, the 24 hour clock that our body runs on, which is really going to help you when it comes to getting that consistent sleep. You're going to find yourself being tired around the same time every night, and you're going to find it easy to wake up even without a clock at a certain point in the morning. So keep that consistent bed and wake time. And then, uh, you know, getting sunlight in the first 60 minutes or just getting outside. You don't even need to get sunlight, but you know, as long as the, the sun is up or the sun is risen, getting outside in the first 60 minutes can be a huge thing also to help with your circadian rhythm and just dialing that in. Um, I could go into a lot of other things like staying movement throughout the day, um, getting a consistent exercise routine, quality, you know, getting drinking enough water, like half your body weight in ounces a day, quality foods. There's a lot of a million different things that could also impact your sleep inequality in a positive way without knowing what you are individually struggling with. I won't be able to help you out there. But dialing in your sleep is the best way that you can get more energy levels, uh, higher energy levels. Also, like I said, half your body weight in ounces of water daily. Work up to that number if you need to. Eating more quality foods. Sticking to that 80-20 rule, which is 80% nutritious whole foods like our meat, like our fish, veggies, fruit, nuts, seeds, stuff like that. The single ingredient foods. And then 20% coming from are not as nutritious, are not as quality foods. St stuff like fun foods, ice cream, candy, cookies, pizza, stuff like that that, that everybody loves to enjoy. Some of your probably favorite foods that makes our plan sustainable, right? 80-20, going to make navigating events, eating out, all that stuff a lot easier as well. But it's going to help you get enough quality foods in to feel good and to get those micronutrients that really help our body run a lot easier. So those are just some, some small things that can really help you create that change. Also, like I said, discipline. So a lot of people rely so heavily on motivation, right? Like, oh, the motivation. I, I, I used to have that curve where it's like, oh, my motivation is up there. I had tons of action going. I was just fucking running on all cylinders. And then it would go down here and I would have like no action at all, right? I would, I would sit on the couch. I would do nothing. I would be lazy. I would do all that shit. Once I stopped doing that and I started just keeping the promises to myself, I started doing everything I needed to do to move myself forward, no matter what I had for motivation, things really started to, to be amazing for me. And so I've used the power list, which is Andy Frisella. He's the owner of First Form. He talks about like five essential tasks for the day. That's what I use. I get my five essential tasks for the day done and it's a W and I hold myself to doing those things every day. And that's not to say some days are not like crazier days than others, right? It depends on my schedule, like what I have going on, but I make sure that I get those five essential tasks done every day and move myself forward. And I found that as you can build momentum and as you can just be that person who's going to do the things you say you're going to do, you'll start to build that confidence. You'll start to build that discipline and it'll be, and it'll really go into all areas of your life. And so those are just some things and five big things that are holding you back currently from being able to transform your life, from being able to really create that change in any area of your life. And so hopefully this has been helpful. Let me know with a reply back to just in the comments here of YouTube, or I think you can comment on, on Spotify, Apple, stuff like that. Let me know which one are you going to work on here? Which one kind of resonated with you? Like, oh shit, that is holding me back. That is holding me back, right? Like, let me know which one you're going to work on. Let me know if you need help with it. 
Um, I'm here to help anybody who needs it. That's what I really want to do. I want to make sure I can help you all move forward. And so also, if this was helpful for you, please make sure you share with a friend, like, subscribe, so you don't miss future episodes. Um, rate us. We really appreciate everything that you guys do. Thank you so much for watching this, listening to this. I hope it was helpful, and I hope you have an awesome rest of the week.